Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show with music, comedy and special guest interviews every Monday through Friday. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky team, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. Stay tuned, because it's on now. The Tom Sumner Program. This is a message from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Older adults and people of any age who have serious underlying medical conditions are at higher risk for severe illness from COVID-19. If you are at higher risk, you should stay home as much as possible and avoid close contact with people who are sick to protect yourself. Call your doctor if you have concerns about COVID-19 and your medical condition or if you get sick. For more information, visit cdc.gov. program. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner program, and uh, this hour, we're going to talk about food some more. We talked uh, (laughs) with the the, uh, director and CEO of the uh, Michigan, uh, the Food Bank Council of Michigan last hour, Dr. Phil Knight joined us when we were talking about food banks and the National Guard helping out and so on. Um, but we're going to talk about food in a little different way with uh, my guest this hour, who is a holistic nutrition researcher and the author of a book, uh, an award-winning book, actually, called Whole Person Integrative Eating, a Breakthrough Dietary Lifestyle to Treat the Root Causes of Overeating, Overweight, and Obesity. I don't know that that's the longest title I've, I've uh, introduced on the show, but it's got to be in the top five. But here to talk about that book and what all that means is Deborah Keston. She joins me by phone. Deborah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for inviting me. My pleasure to be here. Um, did did it require a special layout artist to get that title on the front of the book? <laughs> <laughs> Close. Yes, we hired hired the best that that do all the top media. Yes, but but the idea is to to really talk about what whole person integrative eating means because that's you know you read that and it sounds good but what is it what is integrative eating and what constitutes a whole person (laughs) well my mission as a nutrition researcher a holistic nutrition researcher and i'll tell you what that means is to help the many people who struggle with overeating and weight 
And my book, Whole Person Integrative Eating, it's a science-backed program that gives you step-by-step skills, the skills you need to nourish, and here's the whole self, Tom, to nourish your whole self, meaning not just physically, but also emotionally, spiritually, and socially, so you can eat less and up your odds of losing weight and keeping it off. And that long subtitle, uh, A Breakthrough Dietary Lifestyle, (laughs) not a diet, uh, to help you overcome overeating, overweight, and obesity is there because this is not a diet in the traditional sense. It's meant to be practiced for a lifetime like yoga and, and to get better and better at it. It, is this a tough time to be trying to promote these concepts? And, and the reason that I ask that is because it's sort of, I, I sort of think of my own example and think, well, you know, I was going to try and cut back on binge eating, but, you know, COVID. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, you're I, bringing I, up a really important, really important point. Uh, one, uh, I'm trying to shorten this. Uh, we've identified the whole person integrative eating program is based on the antidotes, the solution, seven overeating styles that behavioral scientist and co-author Larry Sherwitz, Ph.D., and I discovered. And one of the overeating styles is emotional eating, which ultimately is eating uh, and turning to food to manage negative feelings such as anxiety and depression, which is certainly amped up with the horror and the stress and the loneliness and the anxiety most of us are living with today. I've so been trying to, something. I've uh-huh. been trying to call that boredom eating. Well, that's a negative emotion. You, I feel bored, I feel lonely, I feel anxious, I feel depressed. And most people, many people, turn to food to self because it works, and I'll tell you why. About uh, 50 years ago, a researcher named Judith Wortman at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, she took some rats and she fed them a high-carb meal. I think it was straight potatoes. And what she discovered, this is in our lifetime, in the lifetime of many people listening, She discovered that about 20 minutes after these rats ate a high-carb meal, they released a natural hormone in their body that goes through your brain called serotonin. And serotonin calms and relaxes you. So when someone is having an emotional eating binge and turning to what we often call comfort food, that's usually cookies and cake and donut and mac and cheese and high-carb foods and high-sugar foods and high-fat foods because they release natural substances in our body that calm and relax us. There's a downside I won't go into right now, but it works. That's my point. And that emotional eating is one of the overeating styles, and I want to highlight this, please, one of the new normal overeating styles that Larry and I have identified. Because I say that because nutritional science as we know it today is only about 100 years old. Prior to that, for thousands and thousands of years, humankind turned to world religions for guidelines about what and how to eat. We turned to what I call cultural traditions, 
such as yogic nutrition, which is thousands of years old, for guidelines on what and how to eat, and also Eastern healing systems, such as India's Ayurvedic medicine and China's uh, traditional Chinese medicine and Tibetan medicine. And ultimately, I I research all this ancient food wisdom and put it all together in seven key principles about what and how to eat, and that is what whole person integrated eating is the antidotes to our new normal way of eating, which we've all learned how to eat, uh, which contributes to overeating. It's all normal to us, but this not, has not been normal for thousands of years. Well, yeah, it's, it's um, I, I don't know if this is the same for other people, um, mm-hmm. but, you know, as I've been, uh, for all intents and purposes, in quarantine since March, I mean, I really, mm-hmm. I, I don't leave the house, I, I don't go do other things, I'm, I'm fortunate because I'm able to work from home. But mm-hmm. it's, um, I spend an awful lot of time watching television. Mm-hmm. And every time they go to commercial, it's a fast food place, it's a pizza place, a pizza commercial comes on and, okay, now I want pizza. <laughs> you know, if... Um, yeah, if, yeah, if, they've if, gotten it down. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Sure. And so I sit there being invited to eat the whole time that I'm binge watching whatever I'm binge watching it's encouraging me to binge eat and how do we how do we shut out those influences when trying to change our behavior well i'm not going to give you a good that's a really good question tom thank you for asking us and I'm not going to give you, here's a quick little tip, because whole person integrative eating, as I mentioned, is based on, on ancient food wisdom and a dietary lifestyle, not a diet and a rigid, regimented way of eating. I'm going to answer your question, but let me invite you and listeners to keep one key concept in mind, which I think you'll find helpful as I answer your question about all these influences about what to eat and and overeating and all that. And it's this. 2,500 years ago, during the time of Hippocrates, who was often called the father of medicine, the word diet meant way of life. We would call it lifestyle now. And over the centuries, it traveled throughout Europe and certainly came to the United States. And it has come to mean, over thousands of years, a rigid, regimented, prescribed way of eating, dieting, as we all know it. And whole person integrative eating is based on the original ancient meaning of the word diet as way of life. And that's what dietary lifestyle means. So let me answer your question now. So my point is, it's a way of eating that addresses not only what you eat, but how you eat, where, when, with whom, based on ancient wisdom. And one more concept, more than 5,200 people participate in our research. And what we did, Larry and I discovered, behavioral scientist, mind-body medicine expert Larry, co-author, discovered is that 
we've learned this new way of eating, these overeating styles I'm going to tell you about, and that when these 5,200-plus people in our study learn to replace their overeating styles with the elements of whole-person integrative eating, to nourish us physically, emotionally, spiritually, and socially, and I'll describe that, they ate less and they lost weight as a natural side effect of whole person integrative eating, not as a rigid, regimented diet. So may I tell you about the overeating styles and the, the antidote? And <clears throat> as you get better and better at this, you're, you eat less and lose weight naturally. So may I address the first question you're asking, which is one of the overeating styles, and it's just one, is fast foodism. Gee, what does that mean, Deborah? Everyone knows this one. It's a diet of mostly fast, processed, fried, high-calorie foods. And the antidote, the whole person integrative antidote, is to eat fresh, whole food, in its natural state as often as possible. And what I mean by fresh and whole is, I'll tell you, but it's also to eat inversely. So let me tell you what that means. And keep in mind, this is just one of seven ingredients of whole person integrative eating. Fresh food, we know what that means. It's not packaged and processed and denatured. Whole means it is, for example, when we eat white flour, which is what most of us eat, and white bread and uh, white rice, that means that the fiber has been processed out of it, and that means that the germ in the grain has been taken out, and it's the, you've heard of wheat germ. Yeah. That's where the life and the nutrients and the life force of the food is, of the grain is, and that's been taken out. So you're left with white flour or white rice. So that's what whole means, fresh and whole. But let me tell you a bit more about inverse, which is a hugely important concept when you're watching television and you're seeing those ads for, uh, I won't mention companies, uh, for donuts and, and all and this Pizza and self- hamburgers and... Oh, yeah, it's delicious. But the, here's the... Again, we ate fresh food, we ate whole food, <clears throat> excuse me, and we ate inversely for thousands of years until maybe 70 years ago, the mid-1950s. And this is what I mean by inverse. The peak of television. Go ahead. <laughs> the peak Say of that again. The peak of television. <laughs> that's the poster child for it, right? <laughs> I'll give that as an example. That's a great example, Tom. Thank you for bringing that up. Most of most Americans eat lots of dairy foods and ice cream and cheese in that pizza, and meat and chicken, 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 and also some fish. And Deborah, I hate to we, interrupt, yeah. but I have to go to uh-huh. break here. Can you stick around for a few minutes and we'll pick it My up there? My pleasure. We'll... Abs- Great. Absolutely. My guest is Deborah Keston. She is a holistic nutrition researcher and the co-author of Whole Person Integrative Eating. We're going to talk more about that with Deborah when we return. 
Everybody's doing a brand new dance now. Hi, this is Mark Farner, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the bricks. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write to us at TomSumnerProgram.com, call us at 810-339-8255, or contact us on Facebook. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner Program where to go. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner Program is provided by Swiftlet Technology. Engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. Tom Sumner. 
TomSumnerProgram.com The Tom Sumner Program.com program. The Tom Sumner program takes a look back at 2020, Monday and Tuesday, December 28th and 9th, with a two-part special called 2020 Highlights, Not Just COVID. Here, special guests provide commentary and analysis about the Mueller report, impeachment, the State of the Union, State of the State, virtual political conventions and debates, plus civil unrest, and Sheriff Chris Swanson's response to local demonstrations, and a whole lot more. Listen December 28th and 9th because there was more to 2020 than COVID-19. Stream the show from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com, repeating online all day and night. Or tune in on 92.1 FM in Flint at 9 a.m. and p.m. both nights. That's 2020 highlights, not just COVID, December 28th and 9th on the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody. We're talking with uh, the... uh, holistic nutrition researcher and author of uh, a book called Whole Person Integrative Eating, Deborah Keston. Deborah, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. My pleasure. Glad to be here. Um, just before the break, I, I, I had to cut you off, and I apologize for that, uh, plus making you sit through the break. But um, you were talking about, um, was was the phrase... Inverse? <laughs> Inverse eating. And uh, I, we were talking about, you mentioned pizza, and uh, I'm, we were talking about the antidote to fast foodism and processed food and fast food and fried food and high-calorie foods, which is the antidote, WPIE is whole person integrative eating antidote, is the fresh whole food in its natural state, as often as possible, not as a regimented, rigid way of eating, and oh my goodness, I sinned today, and oh, I'm guilty, I broke my diet, as a general way of eating, as often as possible. And the concept is eat fresh food and whole food and inversely. And by inverse eating, this is what I mean. Most Americans consume lots of animal food and dairy and ice cream and cheese and the delicious cheese and the pizza and also meat and chicken, chicken, chicken and often fried chicken and also some fish. And the key veggies that we eat are potatoes, which is usually French fries, and ketchup. So... Oh, the I love, I love potatoes in all their forms. <laughs> I do, too. I, I have it a couple of times a week. I love potatoes. Not fried, though. Anyway, the inverse of that eating is to eat mostly plant-based foods with small and lesser amounts of 
dairy, fish, meat, and poultry. And by plant-based foods, I mean fresh, whole fruit and veggies and whole grains and also beans and peas, some nuts and seeds with small amounts of animal foods. And the key concept is this. Not only will you lose weight, it is the vitamins and the minerals and the phytochemicals and the antioxidants and also the general nutrients and fiber in plant-based foods that are going to heal and balance many health problems. Hear that clearly. Hear that clearly. It's with the book. So, are you yes? able to um, create a a bridge for people from the habits they have to the new habits that create a lifestyle that has an improved diet for their their health and and well being. Absolutely. And let me come back to the pizza, for example. Again, this is not this diet you go on and uh, eat this, don't eat that. This is eat fresh whole food inversely in its natural state as often as possible. So you know that pizza that you saw on TV? Yeah. <laughs> and, and I'm it, picturing well, it now. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're comfortable with this, let me ask you this. If you're comfortable sharing this with your audience, what kind of pizza do you usually like? What's your favorite? Most of us have a favorite pizza with certain ingredients. What's yours? Um, mine is, uh, I go back and forth on uh, thin crust <laughs> versus regular crust, but I like um, <laughs> uh, pepperoni, sausage, peppers, and green onions. Or Sounds green delicious. peppers and onions. Okay. Yep, sausage, pepperoni, okay. green peppers, and onions. That's that's my standard Got it. order. Okay. And again, I don't use the word, I repeat this, I do not use the word should. I'm simply giving you the concept of, of what's possible in terms of fresh, whole, and inverse. Now, with COVID and our lockdown lifestyle, we pretty much live like you do, Tom, and we're indoors a lot, and we're home a lot, and somebody does shopping for us, and we make about 90, 95% of our own food, fresh and whole and inverse, and sometimes we order stuff out. And I, one of the items I order out is pizza. And there's a place I ordered the pizza from, and they deliver it. And it is made with a sourdough crust. And it is a vegan pizza made with my some of my favorite veggies. And this vegan pizza has tomato sauce, but it's not normal tomato sauce. It's based on sun-dried tomatoes, so it's really rich and dense and really packed with flavor. And the veggies on top are portobello mushrooms and also greens, chopped greens, dark leafy greens, and olives and 
onions sprinkled on that. And that, I'm thinking, is there anything else? Uh, those are the main ingredients, and sometimes red peppers, grilled red peppers. And that's the pizza that I have. So that's one example of how to take what you like and get more veggies into your, your favorite dishes. Not my favorite veggies, your favorite veggies. Right, right. Um, I, I, I have had this conversation with a number of people that talk mm-hmm. about healthier mm-hmm. eating. And it, is, and it is simply this. I uh, live in and have always lived in the Midwest. And um, to me, I haven't had a meal unless it includes meat and potatoes. Of course, mm-hmm. that's normal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it, it it is normal, and it seems mm-hmm. yeah. completely normal to me. Now, that doesn't mean you know that I'm going to eat you know a, a prime rib and French fries every day. But um, mm-hmm. but you know, if there isn't meat and potatoes, it doesn't feel like I've had a real meal. Well, what I'm suggesting to you is to have your meat and potatoes, but have the meat and potatoes with one or two or three other veggies. Is that throwing you into shock, Tom? No, no, <laughs> no, because, I, you yeah. know, it's mm-hmm. it's really funny. We've been talking about pizza a lot, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I've been wanting to keep the conversation on pizza because I don't want you to attack bacon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's... Um, what I was going to say is I, I could live without pizza, and, and I used to joke that I really only like butter, salt, and pepper, and I just keep coming up with things to have them on. Um, you know, whether it makes it's, food delicious. It, it makes food, butter, salt, and pepper is delicious. Mm-hmm. It, it does. It, it, uh, yeah. I mean, I do it with veggies and potatoes and meat and, uh, you know, pretty much everything I eat, which... I probably shouldn't openly admit because a lot of people are down on butter and salt. But, um, but really, I I can adjust my my diet fairly comfortably, except for um, dropping meat. That, well, I'm not suggesting that. Uh, I think I'm simply suggesting what most health professionals are recommending. And to eat, you know, you hear this over and over again, eat more fruits and veggies, you hear it over and over again. Here's a key concept that most people are not too familiar with. We now know enough about nutrition to eat to prevent a health problem for which you're at high risk or to make more extreme dietary changes and actually halt and reverse food-related health problems, such as certainly overweight and obesity, but also diabetes and certain cancers and heart disease. You Diet is linked to about 70-80% of most chronic health problems that most of us struggle with. So it's not just a matter of, I have to lose some weight, look at this, oh my goodness, this is out of control. Food 
can help you prevent a health problem for which you're at high risk or if you're willing to make more extreme changes, halt and reverse diet-related health problems such as heart disease, diabetes, and in my case, obesity and overweight. And I know this because a physician named Dean Ornish showed that you can actually reverse heart disease, the plaque in the arteries, reverse calcification in your arteries with lifestyle alone, meaning eating a, if you have heart disease, you don't process fat and cholesterol in your food very well. It goes straight to your arteries. And he showed that you can actually halt and reverse heart disease by a no-fat added plant-based diet, managing stress, in his case, Dr. Ornish's case, with yoga and meditation, and also exercise, and social support and connection with others. And the co-author of Whole Person Integrative Eating, behavioral scientist Larry Sherwitz, he was Dr. Ornish's director of research for almost 20 years. They still collaborate together on research. And I was the nutritionist on Dr. Ornish's first clinical trial where the staff actually lived with the heart patients for almost a month. And we saw the symptoms of heart disease start decreasing in, I don't know, after about 10 days of following this lifestyle program. And blood pressure started going down. Blood sugar levels started balancing. Angina, which is kind of a chest pain if you have uh, problems, uh, that kind of heart disease problem, uh, that started diminishing and stopping. And these results were published in the Journal of the American Medical Association, the Lancet, uh, the New England Journal of Medicine, top journals in, in the world. This isn't just some, isn't this a fun lifestyle intervention. We can halt and reverse different diseases, many chronic conditions with diet alone, but also lifestyle. other lifestyle changes are as important. I don't want to uh, minimize that. And the key concept with whole person integrative eating is that eating a certain way and how you eat also can actually halt and reverse overeating and being overweight and obese without dieting but changing your whole relationship to food because not only what you eat, Tom, but how you eat affects the way food is metabolized and affects your weight. There, uh, I was talking with a, uh, a, a doctor and an author uh, just recently who had written the book uh, Reversing Alzheimer's, and he makes basically the same claim that through diet, exercise, uh, you know, certain lifestyles, you can, you can completely mitigate the effects of Alzheimer's. Correct. The yes, that even, is accurate. Even midway mm -hmm. through, uh, you know, if it's really Correct. advanced, well, you know. Yes. Mm -hmm. Same with heart disease. If it's advanced, you can still halt and reverse it. The key and Alzheimer's. That is accurate. Doctor Ornish 
Dean Ornish, has taken this lifestyle research he did with co-author Larry Sherwitz, and he now has developed a medical specialty, just like cardiology or oncology or endocrinology, a medical specialty called lifestyle medicine. And physicians, particularly in the States, are being trained in lifestyle medicine. It's a new medical specialty. Well, and and there have been some doctors that were way out ahead of that, blending Eastern and Western medicine. Absolutely. And this is, you know, it's interesting you bring that up. My program, Whole Person Integrative Eating, is based on ancient food wisdom. I mentioned that, from which is where we used to get our guidelines about one how to eat. And Dr. Ornish's lifestyle medicine program, which reverses heart disease, is based on the ancient yogic lifestyle, which is about 5,000 years old. What makes us overeat? I mean, it's one thing to get addicted to the wrong things, you know, potato chips and dip and, you know, all those wonderful snacks. Um, But what is it that, that makes us not just eat to not feel hungry, but to feel stuffed? Well, that's a good question, and here's what we have learned to eat this way. Here are the seven statistically significant uh, overeating styles that are the new normal way of eating, which is not how we ate for thousands of years. Okay, so let me tell them to you. This is why we overeat. One, emotional eating. I mentioned that. These are all statistically significant. They're not just cute names I'm making up. And that is turning to food to manage and self-soothe negative feelings such as anxiety and depression, which all of us are hearing, feeling now. The antidote to that, the whole WPIE, Integrative Eating Antidote, is to be aware of feelings and thoughts before, during, and after eating. I'm going to come back to that, but let me tell you the seven overeating styles and the antidote so you can understand more about how this works, how you can help yourself have a positive, pleasurable, enjoyable relationship to food and eating instead of all this anxiety most of us feel about around food. Second, food fretting, Tom, food fretting overeating style, which is dieting and judging food as good or bad, and having an over-concern about the best way to eat. This is all normal. Uh, We now have the phrase in our culture, orthorexia. You know, orthodontia is to straighten your teeth. Orthorexia is an over-concern obsession about the best way to eat, to, uh, to just be rigid and right about it. All we've learned to eat this way, to not... how we ate for thousands of years. The next overeating style I mentioned to you is fast foodism, a diet of mostly fast and processed fried and high-calorie foods. Number four, overeating style, sensory disregard. 
not savoring the scent and the flavor and the colors of food, not flavoring food with loving regard and honoring the mystery of life and food. One example of this is, I told you I researched ancient food wisdom. If you look more closely at Ayurvedic medicine from India and Chinese medicine and also Tibetan medicine, the concept of optimal eating isn't carbs, calories. I call it eating by number and counting carbs, counting calories and figuring fat grams. The concept of whole optimal nutrition is whether the meal has the, I think it's six, six flavors, whether the food and the meal has six flavors of, I think it's sweet, sour, salty, bitter, astringent, pungent. That is what ancient food wisdom from the major Eastern healing systems uses, they use for guidelines about what to eat. And that means bringing your attention into your mouth when you're eating and flavoring the food. Let me ask you this, Tom. Pretend we're in Italy and we're with an Italian family, al fresco, eating outside with them. If I go and I, and I taste the uh, somebody at the table, uh, Italian person, uh, tastes the I don't know, spaghetti and the tomato sauce that the grandmother just cooked for three hours, and the person goes like this, tell me if it's familiar to you, if you know what I'm doing. Mwah! Of course. Do you know what I'm doing? Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. You are um, very likely putting your fingers to your lips, you're puckering your lips and, and making a gesture that that says that this was a, a pleasurable taste experience. You got it. That's sensory regard, the antidote, WPIE, integrative eating antidote. There's a great so scene with the... There was a great scene on the old Dick Van Dyke show where he was upset uh -huh. about something. He's ranting and raving, and he's woofing down his food. And he gets all done with his rant, and he says, where's dessert? And, and Laura Petrie says, well, you just ate it. And he said, what was it? And she said, strawberry cheesecake. And he says, oh, darn, I love strawberry cheesecake. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, he I'm gonna have to find that clip, Tom. <laughs> it's 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 really funny, and I think we've all kind of experienced that where we just weren't paying attention to the taste of the food. And when you don't, you your mind body. I don't separate them. Descartes separated the mind and body in the 1600s, but we now know the mind and body are profoundly connected. Is is one, uh, are one. And when you don't know you're eating and you're not tasting your food and appreciating it, you don't know you've eaten. You're, you're not registering you've eaten and you keep eating. Which brings us to the next overeating style task. And I'm going to have to. Uh -huh. I'm going to have to put a pause there. I have to go to a break again. Uh -huh. Can you stick around for a few minutes, and we'll, we'll get some pleasure. final thoughts? Okay, my guest is uh, Deborah Keston, and uh, she and um, 
Dr. Larry Sherwitz, a behavioral scientist, uh, co-wrote Whole Person Integrative Eating. We're going to talk about that and much more with Deborah after we let our broadcast partners squeeze in a few words or do whatever they do. When we go to break, if you're streaming us, we have some messages as well. Hello there, citizens. Darkwing Duck here. And every time I'm in Flint fighting crime, I always stop by the Tom Sumner program. Don't forget, stay dangerous. Darkwing Duck out. We want to say hello, we want to see you smile, we'd like to sing some good old Christmas songs. With songs about Osetta and his reindeer sleigh, and gee, I just can't wait until it's Christmas Day. We're going to set you wise, we love to harmonize, and if we had our way, we'd never stop. We'll say hello, we'll see you smile, and we'll sing some good old Christmas songs. We'll say hello, we'll see you smile, and we'll sing some good old Christmas songs. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hi, this is Tom Bodette from Manger 6. We know you've been traveling a lot this holiday season, and you've probably been told there's no room at the inn. Well, that's just not the case here at Manger 6. 
Why, for just 29 drachma, we'll put you up in a warm, comfortable stable with plenty of fresh milk for the newborn. There's even individual stalls for your mules, camels, or whatever you happen to be driving across the desert. And in case unexpected visitors decide to drop in on you, shepherds, wise men, holy ghosts, it's not a problem at Manger 6. There's plenty of frankincense and myrrh to go around. This is Tom Bodette from Manger 6 reminding you, there's always room at this inn. We'll even leave a star out for you. back everybody uh, we're talking about how to overcome overeating with holistic nutrition researcher Deborah Keston Deborah welcome back thanks for sticking around my pleasure glad to be here just before we went to break you were explaining uh, the the seven different uh, what root causes of overeating correct and we just I just mentioned sensory disregard as an overeating style not tasting your food and we talked about the Italian is delicious yeah. they it's just normal to to bring their attention to the flavor and and appreciate it which brings us to overeating style number five and that is task snacking eating while doing other activities watching TV and working and driving. And the antidote, the integrative eating antidote to that is mindfulness eating, which is to bring moment-to-moment non-judgmental awareness to every aspect of the meal. And let me give you the two other overeating styles. Number six is unappetizing atmosphere. Eating in unpleasant psychological and aesthetic surroundings, meaning eating where there may be arguing or you personally are arguing with somebody or disagreeing with somebody while you're eating. But the other side of that is eating, I don't know, while you're gassing up at the gas station and jamming some muffin in your mouth uh, versus in a pleasant aesthetic atmosphere. Again, all this affects the way in which food is metabolized and your weight and also overeating. And number seven, the final overeating style is solo dining, eating alone most of the time versus sharing fair and enjoying food experiences with other people. So, this is this is fascinating stuff, um, and I I have actually done that. I have actually eaten while gassing my car. Of um, course, it's normal. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's, a, it's normal. Usually, a chili dog, which is a guilty pleasure of mine. <laughs> there, see, there is the food fretting overeating style, guilty pleasure. Think about that. We've learned to think this way, Tom, but the. It, to me personally, the idea of projecting moral value onto yourself and others based on what you're eating or other people are eating, it's the food fretting overeating style obsessing and over-concern about 
the best way to eat and good and bad and I I sinned today. What? Because you had some chocolate cake? What? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, save it for something bigger. Um, I'm suggesting, here's the bottom line, whole person integrative eating takes us back to a pleasurable, positive, enjoyable way of eating that needs, leads naturally to less overeating and weight loss without dieting. And all End the, of story. And mm-hmm. all of the information is available in the book, and, and I'm going to read the whole title, Whole Person Integrative <laughs> Eating, A Breakthrough Dietary Lifestyle to Treat the Root Causes of Overeating, Overweight, and Obesity. And uh, it, it accomplishes all of that. And um, Deborah Keston is uh, the co-author of that. She is a holistic nutrition researcher. And Deborah, I can't believe how fast the time has gone. I have so enjoyed this conversation with you. Um, but I always give guests an opportunity before we sign off to uh, share with listeners where they can find out more about what we've been talking about. Obviously, the book is a great place, but do you have a website? I do, and it is integrativeeating.com. And I also want to suggest uh, when you go to integrativeeating.com, we now have certified whole person integrative eating specialists, health professionals who have taken, finished a 20-module integrative eating certification course. So please go to the training category on integrativeeating.com. And if you want support with this, we have certified whole person integrative eating specialists who can support you through this. Well, thank you so much for sharing uh, this information with me and the listeners and for spending time with me uh, this morning. And I wish uh, you and uh, and also Larry Sherwitz, uh, Ph.D., your co-author, behavioral scientist, um, happy holidays. I wish the same to you, Tom, and to all your listeners, a lifetime of dreams come true and all good things you wish for yourself. Well, take care. Bye-bye. Take care to you. Bye. That was uh, Deborah Keston, MPH. She's a holistic nutrition researcher and co-author of the Whole Person Integrative Eating book. And we'll have more of the Tom Sumner program straight ahead. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Which is very good. Or if you wish a dish that's Chinese, somewhere down in column B, there's lobster Cantonese. Enchiladas, that's what people eat in Mexico. Shish kebab is skewered in Armenia, you know. 
Then there's Blobber, the favorite of the frigid Eskimo. Such delicious dishes, no matter where you go. Chicken cacciatore is Italian. Kangaroo souffle must be Australian. Mutton chops are definitely British. Chicken soup undoubtedly is Yiddish. Pumpernickel comes from Lithuania. Hansen comes from Pennsylvania. Wiener schnitzel's Austrian or German. Kindly pass the sauerbrot in Hermann. Borscht is what they're eating in the Soviet. Wait, I think we've got some on the stove yet. <laughs> See the mau mouse underneath the jungle sky. Jolly mau mouse eating missionary pie. Frenchmen eat a lot of bouillabaisse there. Dutchmen eat a sauce called hollandaise there. Smorgasbord in Sweden is the winner. In America, it's TV dinner. So there you have one food from each land. Each one delicious, each one simply grand. Mix them all up in one big mishmash. And what have you got? Hungarian goulash. Hey! This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. Yeah. 
Alexander Zanjic, don't touch that dial. You're listening to Tom Sumner. 